Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on this glorious, glorious Thursday night. Yes, yes, yes. I am still saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. And yes, I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is great and he is greatly to be praised on tonight. Hallelujah. Y'all, I am so excited. I'm so pumped up. Yes, about Jesus being in my life. And then tonight I went to support my nephew, Chris. Yay! He did an awesome job on the South Panola Junior High basketball team. Y'all see, got my red and blue on Tigers representing. Yes, yes, yes. And he did an awesome job. He scored some points. And we are so proud of him on tonight. So that is why I'm getting started late on here tonight. But, hey, I got to support the family. I love my family. Yes. But anyway, on this Tell It Like It Is Thursday, y'all know I'm going to tell it like it is. Yes, I am. And the topic tonight is let wisdom speak. Let wisdom speak. Foolishness have spoke long enough. Let wisdom speak. Foolishness have spoke long enough. And y'all, I am sick and tired of foolishness speaking out. I'm sick and tired of y'all. I'm telling you, you can hear it in social media. You can hear it in on a, you can hear it while you're watching the news. You can you can see it. You can see it and hear it. And so I'm like, this is ridiculous. You can hear it in the music. You can see it on TV shows. You can see it in the movies. Foolishness has had its voice long enough. It's time for wisdom to ring out in the streets. And it's ringing out. But it's up to us to take it in. And y'all, as I look at this generation, even my age, I'm 39 and 39-ish, a little older and, and much younger, um, much younger people, I'm looking and I'm like, Lord, oh my God, my heart is heavy because it's like, it's a widespread form of godliness. It's a widespread carnality like that's going on. And I'm like, Lord, who is going to take holiness and sanctification on? And I was like, Lord, I'm teaching it to my children. And I just pray that they will grasp what I'm teaching them according to the holy word of God and according to holiness. But sometimes the real ones on here that hear me, sometimes like you are surrounded by so much form of godliness, hypocrisy, and just like carnality that you have children and it's hard for them to be like, no, I'm going to stand for holiness. I'm going to stand for righteousness. No matter if the people around me that claim to be saved are not doing it. I'm going to take that stand. See, it takes a strong mind to do that. And I'm like praying for my children, but I see this great, powerful remnant army yet rising up in the midst of what I'm looking at with my natural eyes. I can see in my spiritual eyes that some young men, some young men, uh, some young men and women in our generation is going to stand for holiness and righteousness, not just with their mouth, but with their life. Wisdom is going to speak by their lifestyle. And I'm not talking about y'all. I'm not talking about worldly wisdom because our children and the people my age, my aging up, my aging down, they getting the wisdom of the world. They putting that in practice. You see, you see them getting good careers. You see them investing money. You see them getting nice houses. You see them getting married. Yes, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing even them go to the church building. I'm seeing them hold church positions. I'm seeing some even like volunteer. But what is not widespread that I see is people that's real soul out to God. People that's really building up the kingdom of God. People that have really denied themselves and have really put God first. Because I, it, it just ticks me off. I'll be like, people be like, put God first. Listen, man, woman, you ain't putting God first. Are you saved? Are you living your life according to God's standard? 
No. So you're not putting God first. Let's, don't say it if you ain't doing it. And so it's a widespread mouthy talking in a form of God and is going to the church building, holding church positions, but not really sold out to the kingdom of God. Because if we was, our whole lifestyle would tell it. What we do with our time will tell it. What we do with our money will tell it. And see, all of us that are a part of the kingdom of God, our mind, our mind is on living holy now. Our mind and our mission is on help bringing others to Christ. That's what the kingdom mindset is. But we have gotten into this selfish, selfish pride of life type of generation, less of the flesh, less of the eyes. All of this is going on. Like the Bible ain't lying. It's going on. But who is really concerned about their soul? Because one day we're going to leave here. We are not going to live forever in this natural body. So why not make decisions based on now and later? So that's my thing. Like, yes, I want to live a prosperous life here on earth far as financially uh, or wealth and all of these things yes i do but at the end of the day if i'm not helping nobody else be saved if i'm not saving myself if i'm not walking in the will of god for my life if i'm not doing what god has called me to do and created me to do what i've done what i've accomplished on earth means nothing it's dung only only people is going only people would give you accolades at your funeral but god is saying Wow, she wasted her whole life doing what I did not call her to do. She wasted her whole life doing what I did not create her to do. And you're going to get up to the judgment seat and God is not going to be pleased. Depart from me. I never knew you. Your works was of iniquity. Okay. So are we really concerned about pleasing God or pleasing self and pleasing people? See, that's not wisdom. And so we're going to talk about wisdom on tonight because a wise person, a wise person, they gain knowledge of God's word. They gain knowledge of God's word. They get an understanding of God's word and they apply it to their life. And a person that is doing that know that this is not the end. When I die, it's not the end. Who did I help come to Christ? Was I saved myself? Was I walking in God's purpose for my life? I'm going to keep saying it because it's meaningless to gain the whole world, gain the world and lose your soul. And so I'm the best at doing what God created me to do. I'm the best at doing what God created me. I don't want nobody else spot. I don't want to get in nobody else lane. I love what God has called me to do. And I'm going to do it with all my heart, mind and soul. I want to die where I have given I have given everything that the Lord had placed inside of me. Glory to God. And so I'm going to die being, had lived a fulfilled life on earth. Glory to God. And my mission was to help save others, that others may come to Christ, point them to Christ, point them to the life giver, the everlasting life giver, the peace on earth giver, the comfort giver giver, the joy giver, the love giver, point him to a man. Glory to God that changed my life. Hallelujah. That's why I'm so bold about this thing, y'all, because God will change you from the inside out. Let wisdom speak because foolishness has spoken long enough. It's time out for the foolishness. Let me read the definition of foolishness. Woo! The quality of being unwise, stupid, or not showing good judgment. So it's just basically unwise, stupid, and not showing good judgment. And good judgment is not you building up your whole life on earth, but your soul be lost. That's bad judgment. And you are a fool. You keep practicing foolish things, you become a fool. So Because it's like, oh, okay, yeah, the fool has said it's hard. There is no God. Not, not with your mouth, your heart. Because you live the life pleasing to you. And not to God. That's a fool. That's a big fool. Ain't no way I would spend my life in eternity with Satan, the one that hate me, the one that can't stand me because he know he don't have a possible chance of ever, ever going back into heaven. So that's a fool that would let the devil deceive them to live their life like they want to live it 
And don't think that there is a consequence. Oh, it's a consequence. You want to live your life apart from God? You want to live your life without serving God? You want to live a morally good life, but it wasn't based on God's Bible? It wasn't, you didn't want to be born again? You didn't want to give your life to God? Okay. You're not about to spend eternity with God in heaven if you didn't give your life to God. Don't be a fool. We got to be wise. Let's know and do the word. Okay, let wisdom speak. Let wisdom speak in your life because foolishness have spoke long enough. And I'm not saying I've always been wise. I've been young before. And I did some foolish things. But let me tell y'all, Jesus is coming back and death is real. So it's no sense and me or you continuing in foolishness. At, the mo- at this moment, you can say, Lord, I am tired of being a fool. I want to be wise. I want to give my life to you. And he will lead you and he will guide you into all truth. He will save you and fill you with the Holy Ghost. But anyway, let wisdom speak. Um, It's just too, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of voices out here. A lot of voices. And again, I will mention them. Social media, the TV, movies, music, people, all of this. It's a great deception, a great form of godliness going on. But you have to let wisdom speak to you and receive it and and, and obey wisdom. Let it speak and tune out all the worldly voices, all the anti-God voices, all the form of godliness voices, all the carnality voices. That's carnal people is people that is only consumed with their self-pleasing self. They act out on what they want to do. But the spiritual mind thinks, how would God think about this? Let me walk in the spirit. Let me make decisions based on what God thinks about this. Let me listen to what the spirit has to say to me. Anyway, let me get to my uh, scripture, y'all, because I don't want y'all to think I'm speaking on my mind. Because wisdom is speaking. We just got to see if we're going to listen. Listen. Wisdom is shouting in the streets. Wisdom is shouting in the streets. She is crying in the marketplace. She is calling out where the noisy crowd gathers. Fools, how long will you love being ignorant? Fools, how long will you love being ignorant? Ignorant just means you don't know. Why do you love being ignorant? Wisdom is crying out in the streets, everywhere. Y'all, we got access to the Bible. We have preachers, holiness preachers, Pentecostal preachers, Holy Ghost film preachers preaching the word of God, sweating their robes out, sweating their suits out. And why are we choosing? Not we. Why would you choose to be ignorant? Why do you love being ignorant when the truth is here? God, hallelujah, glory to God. God sent back his comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, the spirit of truth. He is here. He is here. Why are you choosing to be ignorant. Why are you choosing to love being ignorant? The truth is here. It's not hidden. The truth is here. It's ready. He's ready to come into your life, the spirit of truth. Why do you love being ignorant? When wisdom is crying out. Fools, how long will you love being ignorant? This is scripture, y'all. I'm reading. How long will you make fun of wisdom? Y'all, I'm telling you. The times, I, I don't even know. I can't even count the times that I'm getting made fun of because I choose to be wise. I choose this. So why are you making fun of people that are choosing wise decisions? Because you a fool when you decide that you want to live your life according to your standards and not God's standards. But you make fun of the people that's living holy. You making fun of the people that's choosing to wait on God and not just act on things. You're making fun of the people that is keeping their bodies holy and acceptable before God. You're making fun of the people that care about other people and it's not all about them. You're making fun of Of the people that's going to church every time they get a chance. You making fun of the people that praise God instead of being depressed over the situation they going through. Why you making fun? You depressed. But the saints of God is rejoicing. Huh. Why are you making fun of wisdom? Because wisdom is telling you, hey, I know the word. I know that the joy of the Lord is my strength. I know that God is my comfort and my peace. Therefore, I will be glad. 
I will rejoice. Oh, glory to God. Why are you making fun of wisdom? I'm telling y'all, people be making fun. Making fun. Because I have chosen to be absent from sex. They're making fun of me as a single mom choosing to do that. Making fun. I've been single for woo, over 10 years. Abstinent, to, abstinent from sex over 10 years. Make, they're making fun of it, but I don't care. You know what they're making fun of? That I didn't settle for a husband that was unsaved. The devil is a lie. I don't have to take what I can get or what's available. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take what I can get, and he's going to be a man of God that's going to love me and my children. He's going to be walking in holiness, so I don't have to settle for a man that just come to church but live a raggedy life in the streets. I don't have to settle for a man that is down low. They probably don't use that term no more. But if you want to know that, I don't have to settle for a man that also like men. You got me messed up. I don't have to settle for that type of man. God is preparing my man right now. My Holy Ghost filled man, he preparing him. And I don't have to settle. That's wisdom speaking. So you make fun of wisdom all you want to. But guess what? As you think you're going up on a ladder, I'm going to meet you up. I'm going to meet you and I'm going to exceed it. Because I chose. I chose wisdom. Instead of foolishness, it's foolishness not to seek God, seek God first and seek God, seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. That's foolishness not to do that. But that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to continue to do it. And God is going to continue to bless me and my family. That's wisdom speaking. Glory to God. Wisdom speaking. Now. How long will you make fun of wisdom instead of getting your life right with God yourself? How long would you make fun of wisdom? Okay. How long will you hate knowledge? How long? Like, why is you hating the knowledge of God? God knows everything. And it's, it's, it's to our benefit to get the knowledge in us so we can apply to our life and be successful. So how long, like, will you hate knowledge? How long? I wanted to tell you everything I knew. And give you all my knowledge. That's wisdom speaking. But you didn't listen to my advice. You didn't want to listen to wisdom advice. No, you wanted to listen to foolishness. You wanted to listen to have it your way now. You wanted to listen to, oh, I can change him even though I know he is unsaved. Oh, okay. You wanted to listen to the weak and carnal-minded Christians. Oh, okay. All right. So, hey, you, you didn't want to listen to my advice. Oh, no. You said, oh, no, that girl too dogmatic. That girl too dogmatic, but that dogmatic girl was coming from the word of God. So is it really dogmatic or is it just your fleshly emotion, emotion, softy feelings? Ah, so you didn't listen to my advice and teaching. This, that's what wisdom is saying. You didn't listen to my advice and teaching. It don't matter who it was coming from. If it was coming from your parents, the pastor, the elect lady, a mother of the church, somebody that got sent to you. Oh, okay. You didn't want to listen to wisdom's advice and teaching. Okay. All right. I tried to help, but you refused to listen. And that, that's me because it's like I be trying to help people, but they tune me out. And I'm like, not everybody, but some people. It's like I'm trying to help you, but you don't want to listen. I see the hole. I already went down the street and I avoided the hole. I see the hole and you going 90 miles per hour towards the hole. Stop. But you know what they said? Girl, you don't know what you're talking about. Was that really a hole? Is it really going to damage my car? Like this is the kind of, you know, craziness like somebody would say. Uh, I'm telling you it is a hole and it's going to damage your car. So it's like, I'm telling you that there, there is a problem down there. It's going to, it's going to cause you problems. It may not be immediate. Cause you know how some people, they get in an accident, either with their body car. And then later on down in the years, they find out, Oh my God, this car accident really did mess up my back. 
So it's like you sometimes don't see the immediate effects, but when you disobey God, there's always consequence. We can ask God to have mercy on us, but there will be consequence because I had to go through some consequences when I was in my foolish days. So it's like, okay, just, just like the scripture saying, oh, you don't want to listen to my advice? Oh, you don't want to listen to my teacher? Okay, I'm about to see. Okay, I'm about to see. What's going to happen? I offer my hand. But you turned away from me. Because I'm like, Lord, I don't care. People, I know some is receiving it. But it's like, okay, I'm offering it. But you can turn the deaf ear, but you're going to meet it again. Because it's either you're going to live righteous or you're going to be unrighteous. It's like no in-between. No matter if you act like you saved, it's no in-between. You're either righteous or you're unrighteous. But it's okay. I offer my hand. I try to show you the way. I tried to help you, but you turned away from me. That's wisdom. Um, you ignored my advice and, and refused to be corrected. It's like, hey, hey, sis, hey, bro, this is not right. This is not the way God wants us to do it. This is against scripture. But you refused to be corrected. You was like, I know, I know. Okay, let me figure it out. Oh, okay. You refused to be corrected. So I will laugh, this is wisdom speaking, so I will laugh at your troubles and make fun of you when your, when your fear happens. Disasters, y'all, this is all consequences of ignoring wisdom, letting foolishness speak, okay? Problems, disasters will strike you like a storm. Problems will pound you like a strong wind. I promise you I had trouble. It's coming. Trouble and misery will wear you down. When I did foolish things, this was happening. This was going to happen to you if you decide you want to be a fool. Okay, trouble and misery will wear you down. Trouble and misery will weigh you down. It weighed me down when I ignore advice and teachings that I supposed to be listening to. I'm telling y'all, y'all need to let wisdom speak. Let it speak in your life. Fools will call for me, but I will not answer. Because let's see why why you not answering. Why wisdom, why you ain't answering? They will look for me, but they will not find me. That is because why why you why why are we looking for you, wisdom, and we can't find you? Um, well not we, but why the fools looking for you and they can't find you? That is because they hated knowledge. Like like when you was going to church, you was going to the church building, but you was bucking and shouting and hollering. When you supposed to be taking in the word of God, getting knowledge. Oh, oh, okay. Um, you hated it. You was like the preacher, the pastor is preaching too hard. That it don't take all that. Oh, okay. You hated knowledge of God's holy word because you only wanted the, the scriptures about Daniel and the lion's den. And you only wanted to hear the scriptures about blessings, but you didn't want to hear the scriptures that's going to tell you about how to walk in holiness in your daily life. You didn't want it to come through your daily life. You wanted just to hear the stories about Daniel and the lion's den, Joseph and his brothers, and uh, you know, the creation story. You didn't want to get knowledge of the word of how to apply it to your life in your life situations. Okay. Okay. You hated knowledge. All right. They refused to hear and respect the Lord. Yeah, you refused. They refused to fear and respect the Lord. You came to church, but you didn't respect him. Because before or as soon as you walked out, you was cursing. Before or as soon as you walked out, you had you had strife against somebody. Before or as soon as you walked out, you was living a, a unrighteous life. You were sleeping around with somebody that was your husband. Before you walked out or after you walked out the church. You was texting sexual messages to somebody you ain't married to, somebody else's wife. But okay, okay, okay. So you you refuse to fear and respect the Lord in his own house. Who y'all please forgive me for that interruption. My children was at a basketball game and I had to go pick them up. So we're going to get back on this, on this part. Um Let's see. Trouble and misery. These are some consequences of wisdom. Uh, not wisdom. Foolishness. Trouble, trouble and misery will weigh you down. Disaster will strike you like a storm. Problems will pound you like a strong wind. Fools will call for me. Fools will call for wisdom. But I will not answer. They will look for me, but they will not find me. Why? 
Why? That is because they hated knowledge. They refused to fear and respect the Lord. They ignored my advice and refused to be corrected. They filled their lives with what they wanted. And y'all know this is happening. This is happening in the world today. People are filling their lives with what they wanted. But, but, but are we? Really asking ourselves the question, is this what God wants me to have? Is this who God wants me to have? But no, they filled their lives with what they wanted. Are we really seeking God again for his will for our life? Okay, okay. They filled their lives with what they wanted. They went their own way because they'd be like, oh, this holiness way is just too much. Y'all is doing too much, too many rules, too many this, too many that. I just can't do it. What? So you telling me Jesus Christ, he died on the cross for your sins, he rose from the dead so he can have a relationship with you, but you can't sacrifice your life for him. Mm. Okay. All right. You want your own way. So what you want to do is do what you want to do. Come to the church building, buck and up and down, hold a mic, speak through the mic. And then you want to hold church positions and then you want to feel good about yourself. But you ain't trying to be safe. You're not trying. You don't want to be born again. You, you're not giving your life to God. But oh, OK, that you think your way is going to lead you into the pearly gates of heaven. You think that's wisdom. Really? You're doing good works. You come to the church building. You, you, you have a nice little family, have a nice little car, nice little house. But you think you being born again. Not being born again is pleasing to God and you going the right way. No, your way is leading you to destruction. It's not leading you to holiness. Because the only, the, is not leading you to heaven. Because the only way to heaven is the highway of holiness. But we're going to go on. All right. So it's saying, so they will get what they deserve. I mean, it's like no sense in being upset. No sense in getting mad at the people that are living righteous when you decided to go your own way and see when your calamities start to fall on you because you didn't want to heed wisdom. People try to say, hey, come to church. Give your life to Christ. Look how God is blessing you. Give your life to Christ. You'll be like, no, I'm away. It's not time yet. I got my whole life. But then when you get in an accident and, and, and you about to die and you, you, you can't, you know, you, you just about to die. Now you want to be like, oh, Lord, help me. And, and you know what? If you repent, God will forgive you, cleanse you, and he will save you. But do that happen to everybody? No, because some people die on the spot and don't have no chance to repent. So it's no time to keep ignoring wisdom. See, foolishness has spoken long enough in your life. It's time to take heed to wisdom. Let wisdom speak through you. Make a wise choice. If you're on the wrong path on tonight, turn around and come back on the highway of holiness. Okay. Um, they wanted they their own way. They wanted to do life their own way and, and make up their own God and make up the own way they want to do holiness. Well, holiness is God's way. It's written in his scriptures. We can't choose to do what we want to do as holy and then and, and subtract some parts and make up our own holiness. No, we got to be found having God's righteousness. I talked about that um a couple of weeks ago. So we're gonna go on. So they will get what they deserve. And so what is wisdom saying they deserve? Okay, fools die. They die because they refuse to follow wisdom. So you can die spiritually and you can die a natural death when you refuse to follow wisdom. How many of our young people that you see dying? Early ages, teenagers, 20s. Because they choosing to do what they want to do. They're ignoring the advice of their parents. They're ignoring the advice of uh, preachers, they they ignoring wise counsel because they want to do it their way. They want to see it their way. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm telling you how God wants us to be according to his word. I'm showing you in the scripture. I'm telling you my advice, what my experience that I have went through that I did foolish things and how calamity and trouble came into my life. I'm giving you my experience, I'm giving you the word of God. Why won't you listen? But they'd be like, hey, I want to do it my way. And see, some people, they're going to die to death because they ignore wisdom. Because we don't know, we do not know how long the mercy of God is for each individual. Like, we don't know when it runs out. So it's like up to us to be, when we hear wisdom speaking, when we hear it crying out, hey, take it in. 
Take it in so you can live. So anyway, fools will die. Fools die because they refuse to follow wisdom. They are content to follow their foolish ways. Let me say it again. They are content to follow their foolish ways. They are foolish because they're unwise. Foolish is unwise. And you're unwise when you're not hearing the word, understanding the word, and applying it to your life. You are unwise if you're not doing that. If you are not hearing the word of God, understanding the word of God, and applying the word of God to your life, you have become foolish. So it say they are content to follow their foolish ways. They want to have it their way. They want to just read the Bible, pick the scriptures out, be like, oh, the Bible is a good book. So, you know, I'm going to follow some of the principles of it. But you know what? I'm not going to give my life totally to God. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to follow some principles. I'm going to post good memes on, you know, social media. I'm going to talk to other people about God and good, you know, godly principles. But you know what? I'm not going to surrender my whole life, my body to Christ. Because that's what they say. Like when, when, when you're not led by the spirit, it, no, when you're not walking in holiness, you, you are taking up a counterfeit life of holiness. And it, it's not pleasing. It's called a form of godliness again. And so it's like, oh, okay, they content. They like, oh yeah, okay, I'm good. You know, again, I, I got the I got money in the bank. I got some stocks. I got all of this stuff. I got a nice house, car, family. You know, um, I'm content. I'm content. So I'm gonna continue to follow my foolish way. But you know what? My foolish way is leading me to destruction and hell for eternity. But you know what? I don't see it like that. I don't see it like that. But the Bible is clearly telling us that, okay. The pure heart shall see God. It's telling us, you know, that be ye holy for I am holy. And that's in all your ways. Like, it's telling us these things. But it's like, what? I'm still going to choose my foolish way. Okay. All right. And that will destroy them. (laughs) It's not really funny. It's awful. It's saying they are content to follow their foolish ways. Like, like they're not seeking wise counsel. They're not really, they're not doing it God's way. They're making up a way that is a way. Ooh, this is a scripture. A way that seemed right. But the inner of it's a way of death. Oh, it seemed right. Just because you prosper in the world. But God is not pleased with your life. So it says that will destroy him because they was content in their foolish ways. It's foolish when you don't give your whole life to Christ. This is the Bible. It say, deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me if you want to come after him. What you denying? Now, I'm not talking about for your own side. No, what you denying for Christ. So we're going to go on. But those who listen, here goes some benefits. Those who listen to me, which is wisdom, will live in safety and comfort. Those who will listen to me will live in safety and comfort. They will have nothing to fear because I promise y'all, I don't be fearing. I'm a single mom. My children live with me. I have nothing to fear. I am good. Like, if the devil want to come up in here, he can get rebuked and cast out in the name of Jesus Christ. Like, no. I have no fear. I can go to sleep at night just as comfortable, just as calm, just as peaceful. Because I know God is with me and I know I'm taking heed to what he's telling me to do. So I'm comfortable. <laughs> All right. That's Proverbs 1, 20 through 33. Now, y'all, here are some more. Here are some more benefits of wisdom. Those who find wisdom are fortunate. They will be blessed when they gain understanding. It's like, okay. Like, cause at first I didn't understand this thing. Like, God, why do you want me to do this? Like, why do you want me to live this way? But I began to search the scriptures. I began to pray to God. I began to ask God to open up my understanding and see, I gained understanding because I chose to hear the word, understand it, understand, hear the, at least hear the word, hear it coming and receive it. Then ask God to make me, allow me to understand it. So it say they will be blessed when they gain understanding. Profit that comes from wisdom is better than silver and even the finest gold. Wisdom is worth more than fine jewels. Wisdom is worth more than fine jewels. Nothing you desire has more value. With the right hand, what do wisdom offer? Long life. Long life. With the other, riches and honor. So that's why I was like, 
I be telling my young people, hey, you don't have to be poor. Everybody that is saved and, and holy is not poor. It said wisdom, on the other hand, is riches and honor. Like you can be rich in this world and rich in Christ. But first, I want to be rich in Christ because I can't take the riches of this world with me. So rich in Christ and you can be rich in the world. It's fine. And honor. It's honorable to take in wisdom. Okay. Wisdom will lead you to a life of joy. Joy. And y'all know, like, the pressure is on the rise. But if we take in the word of God, understand it, and apply it to our life, we will have joy. It's a wisdom. Wisdom will lead you to a life of joy and peace. Like, joy, first of all, joy is like no matter what is going on outside of me, inside of me, I still have this peace and contentment inside. I see it don't change who I am inside. So it can be confusion all around you. It can be negativity all around you. But you are still content in God. You are still satisfied in God. And then it say it will lead to peace. Like I have peace in my heart because I'm doing God's word. I'm applying it to my life. And it's so peaceful to know that you are pleasing to God. It's so peaceful. Um, wisdom is like a life-giving tree to those who hold on to her. It's so it's abundant life. She is a blessing to those who keep her close. My son, don't ever let wisdom out of your sight. Hold on to wisdom and careful planning. They will bring you a long life. He keeps saying this about the long life is so fulfilling. A long life filled with honor. Who don't want to be honored? Honor. It's honorable to listen to wisdom. And as you go through life, you will always be safe and never fall. You will always be safe and never fall. And so that's why when I look back on my life when I was younger, why did I fall? Because I didn't take wisdom in. But if you will take wisdom in all your days and apply it, you will. It's, the Bible don't lie. It don't lie. You will never fall. It says it. Let me say it again. As you go through life, you will always be safe from the enemy. Which is saying, and never fall. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. I told y'all, I'm not afraid. When you rest, your sleep will be peaceful. So peaceful, y'all. You have no reason to fear a sudden disaster or the destruction that comes to the wicked. Like, I don't fear what is about to come upon this earth. Because I know some things is is probably near. But I don't fear. Because I'm like, God is with me. God is within me. I will not fear. Um... You can trust the Lord to protect you. He will not he will not let you fall into harm. See, this is what happens when you're when you are wise, when you're letting wisdom speak through your life, when you're taking in wisdom. You don't have to fear, you won't fall into harm when the when when the destruction and all of this come upon the wicked, you're gonna be sitting so calm, like God got me. If if he bring me around, he's gonna bring me through it. So you'll be just calm and without fear. That's Proverbs 3, 13 through 26. And this is another scripture in Proverbs 8. Talking about how wisdom is calling. Wisdom is calling. I'm speaking to everyone. You who are ignorant, learn to be wise. You who are foolish, get some common sense. And say, I have something important to say. And I'm telling you what is right. It's like, I'm telling you what is right. We're going back to wisdom speaking. I'm telling you what is right. My words are true. And I would not say anything that is wrong. Everything I say is right. There's nothing false or crooked about it. And it's so crazy, y'all. How the world and even um, like some people that are saints, like they will doubt the Holy Scriptures. They will doubt people that are speaking on behalf of God. But why are you not doubting your zodiac? zodiac zodiac signs like 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 why are you not doubting horoscopes y'all this is this is this is stuff that god don't even want us to be into at all he don't want us to be into this at all because we supposed to be seeking god seeking god it the bible say acknowledge god in all your ways and he will direct your paths so when we go to a zodiac sign that can be considered an idol like like following the zodiac or whatever 
And I'm like, okay, because people, it's so crazy. Be like, oh, okay, this zodiac sign is not a good partner for this zodiac sign. What? Do that come from God or from you? Or 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 this is how this group of people act, and this how they, is that coming from man or from God? So we need to research these things and see if this is from God or from man. Acknowledge God is what the Bible say in all your ways, and He shall direct your paths. But it's like, wait, why are we questioning the Holy Scriptures? But we ain't questioning, not we, horoscopes and zodiac. No. See, this is why it's a widespread deception going on. Like, I will see, like, people as saints or Christian or whatever, they will speak more about the horoscopes and the zodiacs than they saying about what God said in his word. See, the Bible said, don't be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Now, that person I can't match with. Somebody that's not, uh, somebody that's, I cannot match with somebody that is, that is not in Christ. Okay, that fits because that's what the word said. But you rather trust your your zodiac sign with his zodiac sign and see if y'all match. This stuff makes no sense. But I'm telling y'all, this is the truth according to the word of God. God left his word on file for us to read, for us to obey, for us to live by. The word of God changed my life. I seen the word of God be brought to pass in my life. I'm a living believer of it. But people will trust man rather than God. And that is a problem. So I'm like, wow, wow. It's so much widespread, widespread form of godliness, widespread deception. It's it's really disheartening when you look at it. And I'm like, wow, this generation is deceived by the masses. And and they just don't even see it. And it'd be the ones that's going to the church building. But they're so fleshy because they're not seeking God. And so if we see God for his power, we see God for his direction, God will open these things up to us. But I'm not going to, I can't go along and get along, y'all. Let me go on. It says, I will not say anything that is wrong. Everything I say is right. There is nothing false or crooked about it. These things are clear to any intelligent person. Any intelligent person. Okay. They are right to anyone with knowledge. Choose discipline over silver and knowledge over the finest gold. So it's like, choose discipline over like getting money now. Because it's like, these quick, these get rich quick schemes. It can be drugs. It can be other quick rich type of schemes instead of discipline. It's the quality of being able to behave and work in a controlled way, which involves obeying particular rules or standards. So it's like, instead of getting the get-rich-quick schemes, I'm like, I'm going to practice what I need to practice according to the Word of God. I'm going to work. Like, for what I get, I can invest money as well, but I'm going to use wisdom. Again, I'm going to acknowledge God first, which means I'm going to pray. I'm going to wait on Him to answer me and lead me and direct me on what to do, or He may send someone as confirmation, but I will make sure that confirmation line up with the Holy Scriptures. Glory to God. And so... We have to be careful and be disciplined. Choose discipline over silver. Choose discipline over silver. Because it's like, I have standards. And my discipline, like again, is like, no, I'm not having sex before marriage. I don't care if a man is coming with a billion dollars. No, I'm not having sex before marriage. He come with a billion dollars and he is not saved. I'm not marrying him as not saved. Because it's, no, I have discipline. I have disciplined my body. I have disciplined my mind to only accept what God accepts. So we're going to go on. It's, it's better than silver. Choose discipline over silver and knowledge over the finest gold. Like, I get the Bible knowledge because I need it. I need it so I can apply it and see if I don't have Bible knowledge, I can't fight against Satan. I, and I can't grow in grace without Bible knowledge. So I need it. It's, 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 we need knowledge over the finest gold. Wisdom is better than pearls and nothing you desire compares with her. I am wisdom. I live with good judgment. Good judgment, okay? Because some people are like, don't judge me. You shouldn't judge. No, you should have good judgment in situations. Like, hey, am I going to do this or that? Should I do this or that? It, it, you need good judgment. Because you can judge a thing. It'd be like, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. 
But at the same time, you need good judgment. Like, you know, good, well, this man is unsaved. You see what he's doing. You know that he smoked. You know that he drink. You know he do all this. But you saying you saved. And you're going to choose to ignore all of this just so you can get married. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's not good judgment. That's not good judgment. Because you don't know you don't know if this man going to change his life or not. So, yeah. Good judgment. Be like, I don't know if he's going to change or not. So, I am going to wait on the Lord. And if God want me to be with this man, God is going to save him. God is going to fill him with the Holy Ghost. And God is going to reveal to me. That it's time to get married. All right. And I'm sorry. I'm talking like this because this is a singles podcast. I'm at home with knowledge and planning. To respect the Lord means to hate evil. So people are like, I respect God. God is not one. But you in your lyrics at your, you in your lyrics cursing, having guns up, women twerking with their behind. I mean... Drugs, slinging, getting high and drunk, but you be like, I respect God. No, you don't. Just because you say, I give honor to God, don't mean you give an honor to God because you're not. You have to honor him with your life and what you say. Like, both have to be working. So I'm like, it's no way. So let me finish the scripture. Um, respect the Lord means to hate evil. I hate pride and boasting. Ooh, I can't stand that either. Wisdom, hate, pride, and boasting. Because it's like, I know that it's not about me. It's about God. So I can boast in the Lord. It's the scripture that says, I can boast in the Lord, but I cannot boast in myself. Because without God, I can do nothing. So when I say something like, oh, I thank the Lord that he blessed me to get this. I thank the Lord for what he have done in my life. I thank God for this, this, this. But it's not about me. It's about Christ working through me. So he, so evil hate, pride, and boasting. Evil lives and hurtful words. Because like, why do you have to hurt other people? But hurt other people with your words. And sometimes I'm not talking about the times when you telling someone that, hey, this is the right way to go. But they like, oh man, you hurting me because you telling me uh, either this is the right way to go or what I'm doing is wrong. And sometimes people take that as offense. But if you don't know what you're doing wrong or if it's not brought to your attention, sometimes you will stay in sin. So sometimes you got to have a reality. Be like, I got to get myself up from here. I got to do better. God is not pleased with this. So anyway, but we don't want to say words to hurtful words um, to people. Like, this is not my thing. Like, no, no, no. I don't want to hurt anybody. When I come to somebody, it's like out of love because I want you to be saved. I want to help build you up in Christ. So we're going to go on. I have good advice and common sense to offer. That's wisdom. I have understanding and power. With my help, kings rule and governors make good law. And y'all know we coming up with this. Some people in government have wisdom and some don't. Now y'all know majority of these people don't have godly wisdom. So I'll be like, now, Lord, it's like choosing between the lesser evil, even if, if that's a thing. Probably not. So it's like, wow, who do you vote for? But I'm like, no, if, if these people are not upholding kingdom of God principles, like, no, like this party agrees with abortion. No, not voting for them. This party agrees for same sex marriage. No. I'm not voting for them, and I stand strong on that. And I don't care what nobody say. You listen to these carnal saints if you want to. They're not seeking God. They're not walking in the Spirit. So I want to take that advice on who to vote for and who not to. But I'm not going to tell nobody what person to vote for. But if God telling us to pray for these people, God is not. Okay, yes, on the podcast. Sorry about that. I'm having technical difficulties on the night. But anyway... Um, we have to be careful with who we vote for, who we don't. God is against abortions. We know God is against same-sex marriages. So why we vote for somebody that is clearly pushing these agendas? It doesn't make it don't make any sense. But I'm gonna go on. Um uh, let's see. I love those who love me, and those who look for me will find me. Those who look for me will find me. With me, there are riches and honor. 
I have less than wealth to give to you. What I give is better than fine gold. So it's it's repeating itself. Proverbs, this is Proverbs 8. It's repeating itself again in wealth, riches, and honor. So I don't understand why we would want to choose foolishness. Because foolishness is going to lead us to destruction. I give riches to those who love me. And I fill their houses with treasures. It is it is lucrative to be wise. Let's be wise. Um, if you follow my ways, you will be happy too. Listen to my teachings and be wise. Don't ignore what I say. Whoever waits at my door and listens for me will be blessed. Listen to wisdom. Those who, who find me find life and the Lord will reward them. The Lord will reward you for using wisdom, being wise. But those who do not find me put their lives in danger. And you are in danger. Because that means you open to whatever deception the devil is coming with. Whoever hates me loves death. It's like, okay, you want to hear the word, but you want to do what you want to do anyway? Okay, you you must love death because it's coming to meet you. It's coming for you eventually. And and yes, we all die, but your death might be sooner than later. And you might die before your time because you chose to ignore wisdom. Let's not do that on tonight. Let's not do that on tonight, y'all. Um, I think it's some more. Uh, it's so much on this wisdom. So it says, yet we do speak wisdom. So now we're talking to the saints, like the saints. We speak wisdom among those spiritually mature. Believers who have teachable hearts and a greater understanding. Because, like, everybody's not going to understand this. But it's like, you, me, we need to be praying to God. Lord, help me to be able to receive wisdom. Help me to grow in grace and the knowledge of you. But it is a higher wisdom. Not the wisdom of this present age. Not the wisdom of this present age. Nor of the rulers and the leaders of this age who are passing away. But we speak God's wisdom. We speak God's wisdom. See, God's wisdom is going to look foolish to the natural man. So it's like, oh, yes, I really know that I am walking in the spirit. When the natural man, the worldly man, and I'm talking about man or woman, don't understand. Or they be like, oh, I want to do that. You not me. See, I'm walking in spirit and you walking in your flesh. So you not going to understand. But anyway, we speak God's wisdom. Then I'm skipping around and say things which the eye have not seen and the ear has not heard and which have not entered the heart of man. All that God has prepared for those who love him, um, who love him, who hold him in affection and reveal. Hold on, y'all. Who hold him in affectionate reverence, who obey him. And who gratefully recognize the benefits that he has bestowed. For God has unveiled them and revealed them to us through the Holy Spirit. So us as the Holy Spirit, we can understand God's wisdom. Or we have God's wisdom. And he has revealed things to us that the natural man cannot grasp. Okay? He can't grasp it. So it says, So also no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the Holy Spirit who is from God so that we may know and understand the wonderful things freely given to us by God. We also speak of these things, not in words taught or supplied by human wisdom, but in those taught by the spirit. So we also speak of these things, not in words taught or supplied by human wisdom, but in those taught by the spirit. And so we taking in things that's taught by the spirit. So we are applying a word to our life. So it say, but the natural unbelieving man does not accept the things of the spirit of God. So when you see that people do not, and they're not accepting what God is saying to his church in these last evil days, they don't have the spirit of God. I don't care if they say they say, I don't care if they say the Holy Ghost feel, they're not walking in the spirit because they can, they Obviously not accepting the things of God. And I'm like, now, Lord, keep me walking in the spirit. Because it's like, you can be going to church, 
But stuff is going over your head. Like all of this stuff is happening in the world, but you going along with worldly stuff. You going along with fleshly stuff. You not living your life pleasing to God. And so the natural unbelieving man does not accept the things of the spirit of God, but there are foolishness to him. And he is incapable of understanding them. Why? Because he don't have the spirit of God. Okay? But the spiritual man judge of all things. Yet is his is himself judged by no one. See, the unbeliever cannot judge him and understand the believer's spiritual nature. That's why when people say something that's not saved, you don't understand this. You're not going to understand this. And so I just be like, okay. And some things I don't even worry about explaining because if you're not Holy Ghost feel what I'm doing is going to look foolish to you. Not until you will see the Holy Ghost when you begin to walk in the spirit and understand the things of the spirit. Why? Why do I talk the way I talk? Why do I dress the way I dress? Why do I live the way I live? You're not going to see it clearly because you don't have the spirit of God. So we got to get in the spirit. We that are in the spirit, we have the mind of Christ. It says, for who has known the mind and purposes of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ to be guided by his thoughts and purposes. We have his mind because we have his spirit. And that's 1 Corinthians 2, 6 through 16. So we speak in God's wisdom. And so some of y'all tonight that are not saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, you're not going to understand where I am coming from. And I understand that. If you are not saved, St. Father, filled with the Holy Ghost, you need to ask God to fill you with his spirit. And you need to ask God for some wisdom. Because it's very important that we have wisdom. We have wisdom from God. Because, again, I'm going to say this again. It's a lot of voices out here. That's foolishness. I'm going to name some more. Fraternities and sororities. I shared... Um, something with you all, um, maybe a couple of days ago about should Christians, something about like, should Christians join fraternity, something like that. Um, but that's a voice that's crying out. That's not wisdom. It's foolishness. Why is it foolishness? It's foolishness because it's unwise. Why is it unwise? Because they are not, um, hearing, applying, hearing, understanding the word correctly and applying it to their life. First of all, I listened to a prayer. Uh, they, um, some of the, the pastors that was talking, they got a hold to some of the handbooks. A prayer that was just so, like, so mixed up. <laughs> like, it, it, mixed, it mixed scripture with their fraternity. And it's like really building their fraternity name up. And being one with their fraternity or sorority instead of being one with Christ and being identified with Christ. First of all, it's a Greek sorority. They worship a Greek God. And God said to not have any other gods before us. And so we have to cut off all of these anti-God or worldly voices that seek to tell us how to live our lives. And we have to let wisdom speak. Wisdom, let wisdom speak the wisdom that only can come from God. Because you doing rituals, you you uh meeting with the brother, meeting with the sisterhood, but not building up Christ in your life, it is gonna come to non-effect. Because you're not gonna be able to hear God's voice and this other voice at the same time. It, it's not gonna mix. Because a lot of times what you're seeing is what I'm seeing is people are representing their sorority or fraternity more than they're representing God. Like, they'll be so proud to put on them letters, so proud to put on them colors, or any kind of material merchandise that is based on sorority or fraternity. But when it comes to standing up for Christ, holiness and righteousness, that you can't hardly hear them. And so, in the world, they can be loud in the church building. A lot of people are so loud in the church building, but you can't hear them. Now, again, y'all, I understand God got me on the front line, but they don't even back the people that are on the front line. Because at least when you're in a real army, you got people on the front line or people, however they scatter, and everybody is supporting each other and working in their prospective place. But you got these people... They will boast on their fraternity, sorority, but when it comes to Christ, working with the body of Christ, representing, being identified, they, they identify more with the world 
in that and that sorority or fraternity. And we have to know that this is not of God. And I've seen it. The people that are joining or have joined, they are more worldly than spiritual minded. And I'm talking about godly spiritual. Godly spiritual. Where the life is governed totally by God. No. There's no way. I don't care if they do community service or not. You cannot mix good and evil. It's all evil. It's all evil. It's what Satan tried to do with Eve in the garden. No. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. God said, yes, you're going to surely die. And Eve tried to mix some stuff. Like It was like, it was just all mixed up with Satan and Eve. But listen, we have to know and be able to cut off these voices. Because... Really, you know that they be doing hazing, they, they be doing parties, but you only want to magnify the good part of a community service. Why, as a child of God, would you want to be identified with an organization that, go, that has parties, that drinks, that smokes, that has hazing activities, that, and, and that breaks you down? To, they break you down, supposedly, I guess, in order to build you up to identify with them. But yet... People don't want God to break down their evilness so they can be built back up in him, be born again. So so what they're trying to do in support fraternities is actually get you born again into their image. So why, y'all, we got to cut off that voice? Because what we're supposed to do is come into God, deny ourselves, take it up our cross and follow him. We're supposed to be born again of the water and the spirit so we can conform to his image. I'm not trying to conform to an image of AKA uh, a Delta or any other Zeta Phi Beta, whatever these people know. I try to conform to their image. I'm trying to conform daily, conform to God's image. And that should be all of our goal. Not to be, you cannot be conformed to this world. That's another scripture. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you conform into the world because these sororities and fraternities is of the world. So you conforming and you looking more and more like them, but we don't see Christ. So we got to make sure that we are conforming to the image of his son and not mixing good and evil together. I don't want to have no parts in an organization that is known, that is known. For these things, undercover things happening. And just to know that they, they they worship Greek gods, that's enough. But when I was in college, I was like, ain't no way you're not about to break me down. I know who I am. I'm killing that wall and you will not break me down. I know. Again, I'm strong in who I am. I like my personality and I'm not about to change to conform to the image of any sorority. So we got to come out, come out and be separate. Touch not the unclean thing and I'll receive you. God ain't receiving you if you still connected to the world, which is sorority and fraternities. We got to cut these voices off. Um, anyway, we have, it's, they say and live your best life now. They're not thinking about later. It's like you building up everything on earth, but we got to meet Jesus. So we got to be born again of the water and the spirit. Glory to God. The music, you know the music, is encouraging premarital sex. Drugs, um, liquor, violence, all of this. We got to cut off this voice. Get people back. They done you wrong. Get them back. Cut people off instead of love them, instead of care, instead of be long-suffering. It's anti-God. But we got to let wisdom speak because foolishness has spoken long enough. Has spoke long enough. Man, I'm telling y'all, it's just so deep, people. It's generation, they're not loyal. they selfish. It's all about them, them, them. And if it's not pleasing to them, if it's not benefiting them, they don't want to take part. I'm like, what is going on? Can I get some real Holy Ghost filled believers? But I, I'm not going to make, I try not to make this long, y'all. But we got to know, we got to let wisdom speak. And, and we, we must let wisdom speak by putting God first. Like, really, seeking first the kingdom. And and not just making spare-the-moment decisions. Not just making decisions based on our feelings and emotions. Because you can make a financial 
a financial decision, I see God, and I'm telling you, you're going to fall in the pit. You can make a decision about marriage and not see God, you're going to fall into some terrible times. You make a decision to have sex with somebody you're not married, you might get pregnant, you might get disease. It's so many things that can happen. First of all, it's sin, so it ain't pleasing to God. So you didn't cut your relationship off with God. And yes, you can come to him in repentance. You can. But why we don't need to be making these quick decisions. Jesus is soon to come. It's too much mess up. Now I'm like, I cannot. Lord, help me to stay safe. Woo, glory. So I, I am so close, y'all. It's just a couple of things that wisdom is. I want to emphasize this. The lips of the wise, when they speak with godly wisdom, will protect them. That's Proverbs 14 and 3 protection proverbs 15 and 7 the lips of the wise spread knowledge proverbs psalms 37 oh excuse me yes psalms 37 and 30 the mouth of the righteous see the righteous those that are in right standing with god proclaims wisdom um proverbs 15 and 2 the tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly all right proverbs 31 and 26 she opened her mouth with wisdom that's that yes that Proverbs 31 woman and in her tongue is the law of kindness kindness okay it say i will give you a mouth i will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gain say nor resist luke 21 12 through 15 this is gonna happen when they shall lay hands on us and persecute us and deliver us to the synagogue and into prisons before being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. And it shall return to you for a testament. Y'all, we ain't going to have it, peaches and cream. We going to be persecuted. It says, settle it therefore in your hearts, not to meditate before what ye shall answer. Because he's going to give us a mouth and wisdom. Which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. Luke 21, 12 through 15. Now, if any of you lack wisdom. You can ask of God. Ask God for wisdom. He will give it to you. James 1 and 5. And then it says in Proverbs 2 and, th- 2 and 6. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Y'all, we're going to need the wisdom of God. We're going to need the wisdom because this world is terrible. This world is terrible. It's getting worse and worse. And we're going to need wisdom in our lives. I promise you all. Wisdom is so many benefits, and I hope someone took a hold to the the benefits of wisdom and also listened to the consequences of being foolish. Foolishness has spoken long enough. If you have been walking in foolishness, you need to hey, you need to silence foolishness and ask God for some wisdom. And when we talk about wisdom on here, I'm talking about godly wisdom. Godly wisdom that only comes from spending time with God, will only come from reading the word of God. God wants us to be wise, but we must take it in. Let wisdom speak through your life. Let wisdom speak through your life. Let wisdom bless your life because it will. I named so many benefits. So I pray that y'all all will take it in, apply it, apply it to your life. Pull up these scriptures, pull up these scriptures and let it encourage you and let it feed you. Ignore all the foolish voices, the worldly voices, the carnal voices, because I'm telling y'all, it's, I'm like, oh Lord, I, I, I just, but I thank God, like I said before in the beginning, I know God is raising up a remnant army. I see it in the spirit. I see it in the spirit. But y'all keep praying, keep praying that those that have went astray will come back and that, you know, that God will raise them up in this army. Those that those that is even not even in a religion. Pray that God will send them on in. Pray that God will send you to them because time is short. Jesus is soon to come. And I'm telling y'all, wisdom is going to keep us. Wisdom is going to guide us through these situations that is coming upon this world. Well, y'all be encouraged. I see the overflow coming. I see that remnant army raising up. Glory to God. It don't matter what you've done, who you've done it with, how long you've done it. You can walk out of foolishness on today and become wise. Seek God. Seek the face of God and ask him for wisdom. And if anyone of you do not have a church home you need to grow the lord you need to receive more information about salvation you can come to the city of refuge